This is Armored and Mon. And I am Charles McFall. And we are all about bigger, badder, better, more. Bigger, badder, better, more. We're here to help others be awesome. And you've landed on the comedic motivational show, Success, Success Freaks. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to the number one Let Freedom Ring comedic motivational show, otherwise known as Success Freaks. Tonight we are coming at you live from Kenosha, Wisconsin and deep in the Bears Den in Monticello, Georgia. Tonight's working title is Success Freaks number 105, What is Freedom? Now I'm not working this show alone, I am here with my cohort my compatriot, my compadre, my partner in crime, the dark side of positive, Charles McFall. Say hello, Charles. I'm confused. What do you mean you're not working this show? Well, I'm not working this show either, Dan. Damn it, I quit. I'm just gonna sit here and we're gonna goof off for an hour. What do you? I don't understand what it is you're wording. No, my I meant I'm not working alone. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, okay. Well, I thought, no, I see, I, I was actually giving you the benefit of the doubt. I thought you had this funny joke build up that that would be funny, and, and it kind of was a little bit. It was humorous. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so what is freedom? That seems to be a pretty heavy-duty topic, sir. Well, absolutely it is. Uh, as... Those of us in the U.S. remember the roots of, of our freedom, and those in Egypt rediscover theirs. We here at Success Freaks beg the question, what is freedom? You know, what does, what does it mean, this freedom? Freedom freedom to what? Freedom from what? You know, what does it mean to you, Charles? Since we're just, you're just going to go bam, 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 right into it. <laughs> well, you know, there are so many different aspects of it, but, you know, you could argue the the legalities of freedom, and I've... I've had an interesting conversation with my father actually not so long ago where we were arguing politics and, and much like you and I and anybody who likes politics gets into, I, I don't care. So at some point I start poking you and poking holes in, in your theories because it's just what I do to entertain myself sometimes. Much like a bear will scratch a tree. I just say it and we have fun. So he, my dad was going on about something in politics and, and why I should vote and freedom and this and that. And the other. I said, do you really think you're free in, in the United States? He goes, of course we are. Of course we are. I said, really? Because I believe that in the legal sense, you, your freedom stops. At, I, some comedian said this. I'm not before I get into it. I don't want to take credit for it. It wasn't me that made this up. But some comedian says your freedom stops at the tip of my nose, meaning Really, you can't do, you're not just free like you think you are. You can't just go and do anything. And so that makes the point that we have personal freedoms, we have personal space. But then if you get into the legalities and the politics of things, it really is about who argues best and this and that and the other and laws. Um, so I don't, I don't really define freedom with laws. I don't, I don't define freedom as where you live. I personally believe freedom is, is about being who you are. And, we're going to talk a lot about that tonight and, and the different aspects of freedom. But for me, you know, I get happy talking about freedom to be myself, freedom to be where I am, freedom to be aware of things. And just honestly, freedom means the lack of restraint. I guess that's not a long-winded answer. For me, freedom is the lack of restraint, and we're going to talk about that tonight. Wow, that's that's uh, very in depth and somewhat long winded and kind of skating over the surface. When all I really want to know was what it meant for you, personally. <laughs> I like the lack of restraint thing. I've I've also yeah. heard that that you have the freedom to do anything you want, but you have to you know you suffer the consequences. You have to pay the consequences. Okay, sure. You know, can I can't do this? I can't do that. Sure, you can, or at least attempt to do these things. Some of them fun, some of them vile, but you have you will suffer the consequences for that. Now, what does this freedom mean to me? Now, I travel all over this wonderful country of ours, and I enjoy certain freedoms. Now, I give up certain things to be able to do that. Right now, I'm, I'm kind of in a state of flux because where I'm staying at doesn't have great Wi-Fi. I'm, I'm working on fixing that. So tonight, I have the freedom to take control of that problem, and I've got myself in a hotel room where there is Wi-Fi. So you know, I remember you saying to me, listen, what, what are you willing to do for, for the show? Whatever it takes. What are you going to do? 
You know, you can say, well, I can't do the show tonight because uh, I got, you know, this problem going on. Or you've made a commitment. You know, you have the freedom to, com- to keep that commitment uh, to the best of your ability. This, at this point, was the best of my ability. And I enjoyed that freedom. It was a choice I made. I have freedom to, take, to make choices one way or the other. I have freedom not to make those choices and, again, suffer the consequences. I could have tried doing things. I'm staying actually in a trailer, uh, a friend of mine's trailer on site, and she has, uh, she has Wi-Fi via her phone. Now, I could try to do that, but we probably wouldn't be having uh, the, the video conversation that we're having right now. Sketchy that it is, we wouldn't be having that. Um, but as I was saying, I have the freedom to cross this country and, and, and make my living doing it. And enjoying it, and I have a freedom to, you know, pursue another career. I have the freedom to throw a lot of things on a, on my plate, juggling things, trying to keep a balanced life. You know, some of those things suffer because uh, I haven't been responsible in my freedom. So that's some of the things that freedom means to me. You know that those are good and valid answers. I sense a but. No, I, <coughs> no, no, no. There's no but. I want to say, and I'm very glad that. I kind of sometimes because here's the thing we're theming each month right on success freaks and and we go through and and decide a year in advance what we think that month should be and being a little lazy you know July is fourth of July for America you see the founding of the country and so a lot of times people celebrate the freedom you know I, I feel free to be positive about things and not complain about a ton of stuff but that's just me. You know, some people find freedom on the 4th of July to be you know, about wars and about things that they fought and things that they've done. And there's a story I won't go into, but there's some issues I can poke through that. And that's why I led with the legalities and this. So, yeah, we're being a little lazy for us and, and saying, okay, July's going to be the month of freedom. What I liked about your answers was I actually thought you'd be a little patriotic in there. I thought you'd be a little bit, I don't know, more something that i didn't like so <laughs> more jingoistic <laughs> <laughs> so i i i like that answer it, it surprised me a little bit to be honest i think you're right i think some people do make it about you say about the wars but actually to me that's more they're making it more about the defense of the freedom as opposed to the freedom itself you know they make it uh, in favor of the symbol there, there was a controversy a while ago about being able to, to burn the flag you know, because is that considered freedom of speech? Some people are like, you shouldn't be able to do that. That should be off the list. Yeah, but you're, that's a freedom that you're defending. You right. know, but then we're getting into the politics of it. You're getting into the defense yeah. of freedom as opposed to the freedom itself. What does that mean to you? And here at Success Freaks, we're more about the day-to-day and how things are affecting us as individuals so that we can actually connect with you instead of just the lofty idea. What's the practical application? We, you know, let's look at that. Oh, is, it, is this the infamous phone? <laughs> Every single time, I don't know. You know, uh, I keep it now because you love it. <laughs> I know. So, you know, let's talk about some definition or not definitions. Let's just kind of put a perspective on thing. I did like something I heard what you were saying earlier, and it made me think. You know, freedom <coughs> is saying I can. Right? It's 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 you can. Let's just go out on a crazy limb here. You can rob a liquor store. Can I mean that's that's the English. That's one of the few grammar things I remember from growing up. Is can I or may I? Well, can I drink a soda? Yes, you can. But if you touch it, I'm gonna break your arm because no, you may not. Uh, you know, it didn't quite go down that way. But you understand, may is permission, can is ability. Well, you literally can do just about anything you want. There are consequences. But I like freedom. For me, you know, it's a lack of restraints, but I think a more positive spin is freedom means I can. I can go and try to, to start a business. I can go and change the world with what I do. I can go out, and that's, that's the freedom is understanding that you can. I think that freedom is, is, is I can try. I mean, Joe Rathburn in the, in the chat room says, can I, can I go to the bathroom? I don't know. Can you? <laughs> I can try. Yeah. I can try to. You know, and, and, of course, we're, we're leaning towards the bad stuff because that's the easiest thing that we, you know, sometimes you think of. Well, I, think we I can to, try to rob a bank. Yeah. I can try to run this red light. I can try versus I can try to, to set this goal and achieve it for myself. I can try to become president of the United States. You know, I can't. I was, I was not born here, so I, I, at this moment, I can't. I can try to have those laws changed so that I can. Uh, I think Arnold Schwarzenegger had a better chance of it 
uh, before he got in the office, not so much now, <laughs> you know, as far as all those things. For many, I think freedom reply, implies free time to do whatever you want, or more often than not, the freedom to sit back, relax, and do nothing at all. See, that's you know, good, because that's what I want to talk about, about perceptions, about looking at things. Because honestly, for me, free time's all the time. Not meaning that free time is any time I can. Well, see, there's the thing. There's the can. I can easily sit back and do nothing all the time. I won't be productive. I won't have the life I have now. I won't have the things I have. But I can do that. But it's not just I don't have to do one thing either. I don't have to just work 40 hours a week and then do something else. You know, I see you. As long as you're aware of every moment of the day, I don't mean painfully aware of everything. I'm talking about. Think about more than even in your job being the offbeat job that <coughs> it is. You don't go on a Saturday, your festival day, and work all day. And oh my God, everything's ah, I can't do anything. You are aware that there's downtime even in your job throughout the day. There's nighttime. There's before show time. You know, you you are very aware of how your day works. So what you would qualify, and I know you like the idea of free time to do what you want. So what you would even qualify free time in your job is the times between those shows where you are free to do what you need to do. I think a lot of people lose awareness of that. They go, oh, well, I have to go to work. Oh, I have to take my kids to school. Oh, I have to do this. Oh, I have to do that. And you got to be aware, you know, free time's all the time. You really are able to do more than you think you can. Absolutely, uh, but I, you know you have responsibilities in those times. I, I have a nine o'clock call time that I have to be there, uh, and then my my for this first and now second weekend, my first show isn't until one thirty. So what did I do during that time? I went back to the trailer where my computers were, and I I, I did some reading. As far as uh, you know, uh, lately I've been reading. Uh, Joe Vitale, the attractor factor, just to kind of degrease my wheels and and work on the things that I usually work on. Uh, I did some some writing for success freaks and things like that. Um, I, I used that time. Now the first day, uh, I went and and then I got there like a half an hour before the show and 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 then I did the show. Second day during the morning meeting, the entertainment director's like, "Where's all the variety acts for the parade?" I'm like, "Ooh!" So I checked out when the parade was. So now my parade, the parade's at. 12:30 so I've got to be there to walk around the festival. You know, so I had that responsibility as part of my contract. You know, and you're right, I do have downtime where I could, you know, kind of relax and do whatever I want, but there's a responsibility in that. We had 87% humidity humidity in in like 85 degree weather. The heat wasn't that bad. The humidity humidity was killing us. And you know, jumping around on stage Sweating like that, and I haven't I haven't been working and doing a show for a while, so my you know my muscles are a little sore. It's like I have a responsibility to care of myself. That night, I could have gone out, I could have gone to the pub, I hung out with everybody. Instead, I stayed in and watched. I stayed in the air conditioning, cooled down. You know, I was responsible <laughs> uh, with my instrument, which is my body. Okay, that's I was about to ask. Well, I'm getting lost on where the responsibility was, and you get you got it right at the end there. You got the little fish hook and got me. Is you're responsible to your your body? I I get you. Yeah, listen to the whole thing. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I apologize. Not really, but uh, <laughs> you know, I I I definitely like that. Here's something else I'm hearing while we're talking, is we have the freedom to choose. And I don't mean you know any other political aspect of it that you want to put on. I mean the literal freedom to choose is you choose to give your time to that show. And you choose to accept the responsibility that comes with that. You, know, you choose to continue to work. You, you, you make choices all the, all the time. And I think that's, for me, that's a huge part of freedom. Is so many people, me, me included, let me just stick to me. I, I for so long lied to myself. And I have, it's uttered the phrase, I have no choice in this. I have to do this. Uh, oh, I can't believe they forced me into it. Or you did this. Or... I choose. I choose to marry my wife. I choose to interact with my family. I choose to take the job that I have. I choose to continue working there, good or bad. 
And I love what you're saying because I, I didn't hear you say this, but so many people would think, well, I have a responsibility. I have to be there for work. I have to. You didn't say that, which I really, I really like you as a partner now. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that I didn't like you before. I kind of, you were okay before, but I really, you've upgraded. I like you now. <laughs> I'm glad I made the cut. <laughs> right. No, uh, but what I'm saying is, is you were very clear is I choose to take on this responsibility to be here. So I don't know if it's in your contract and that's a whole nother thing, but you agree to contracts. That's a choice again, to take something on, but I don't know. Do you have to be in that parade or is it something that you're doing because you know, it's the right thing to do. It's my understanding that it is a, uh, and first of all, it's, it's the right thing to do in certain yeah. festivals. We don't do it cause it's not in our contract. I believe it's part of our contract now. And as we are trying to, this is the, the first year that they've given us a full contract as much as they can. Uh, we want to do everything right. We want to stand out. We want to, just like Ronnie Rock says, we want to get caught doing a good job. So it's in our best interest to do that. But I think it's actually part of our contract. Now, could I have skipped out and just said, oh, I, you know, I'm, I'm illing because I, I was illing this weekend. I didn't feel well. Yes, absolutely. I could have. In fact, I almost missed it. I dragged my feet enough that I almost missed it. But actually, I got there in plenty of time. Um, so, and the entertainment director came up, gave me a big hug and said, thank you for showing up. Oh, cool. So I, I knew she noticed. It was a big deal. Uh, I got both of my partners have, have children and uh, their their wives are running businesses. We weren't supposed to be here the first two weekends. But because we got this thing, they're kind of juggling babysitters and not having babysitters. So I took the hit this weekend. I'm the one that ran the parade because they were busy watching their kids. You know? Um, so, yes, I could have made the choice not to be there. Every weekend I can make the choice not to be there. Uh, I, I laugh at people who say, well, I can't do this. I'm, I, I have to do this one thing. No, you don't. You know, I, I'm forced to do this job that I don't like. I'm forced to do this thing that I don't like. Uh, there's nothing I can do. I have to block. It's like, no. You can take it to another extreme. And I've used this example before. You can take this to another extreme. You could quit your job and join the Army. You're not young enough. You could do this. So don't say that you have to do this one thing, or you can quit your job and go on the road, or you know, or you can stay with your job and ignore this. You can make those choices. You're going to suffer the consequences. They may be good ones, but you always have freedom. There's always degrees of of everything you're doing in your life. There is no I'm stuck here. Period. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I was, I was, uh, <laughs> I was, I was just thinking about the choices you can make and and the deals you make with with companies and you know i love that quit your job and join the military i had somebody who told me you know every time i kind of get complaining you know me and and this person knew me too but every once in a while i trigger that fear factor in them and they'd have to respond but sometimes i just need to vent if there's something going on that's imbalanced and usually for me my perception of imbalanced is that you're treating me poorly, that something's wrong, something could be better, and it's not. So I have to vent that to, to kind of restore balance inside of myself to say, ah, this is wrong, and this is crap, and it should be this way, and then I'm better. Not always. Sometimes I need to do something about it, but usually that's the end of it. And I was, I was venting to this person about the job that we had. And their response immediately was, uh, uh, you, in this economy, you're lucky to have this job. You should be appreciative. Uh, don't, don't jeopardize your job. And went, I just stopped. I didn't get anger or anything, but I did get very kind of very cold and to the point. I was like, I'm no slave. No, don't get me wrong. I am appreciating my job. That doesn't mean I'm going to bend over and take it from anybody. Not anybody. I'm a human being. And I deserve respect. And quite honestly, this is wrong. This is wrong, what they're doing. And if they want to push me, I want to push back. You know, and then I walked away. And that was kind of the response I had a couple of times at that same job of, oh, you're just lucky. Man, don't ever tell me I'm lucky to have a job. Because I know the reality is I, I'm still young enough. I can quit and join the military. I can go. Here's the other thing. Here's the reality. A lot of people, that's an extreme. Who really, <coughs> statistically, who really, how many people really quit the job and go join the military or something else? It's, it's low. I mean, people join the military all the time, don't get me wrong, but <clears throat> numbers aren't there to say that everybody does it. Right, and that's also <clears throat> a thing that, I, that I, when somebody's toying with, with suicide, that's another thing. Look, if you're going to throw your, your life away, throw it somewhere useful. Don't just throw it away. That's a coward's way out. I mean, you might be dealing with a lot of pressure. You might be dealing with, with, with depression, and that's stuff that you really have to handle. I mean, if it's a chemical imbalance, 
that's a medical thing that you need to that needs to be worked with. But if you're just like if you're just like oh I can't think of any other way I'm gonna it's like don't do that. You're gonna throw it away. Throw it in a way, throw it in a direction that's useful. Do something for somebody. You know, yeah. uh, even if it's to the case and this isn't a bad idea. This is a bad idea. Even if it's a case of running away and joining the Peace Corps or the you know the you know the I don't advocate running away. Period. It's it, because you're, you're usually throwing yourself into a worse situation. But if you're going to throw yourself into an organized situation where you're helping other people and you just, you know, you just have to get out, check out, um, it's, not, it's better than suicide. Better than just, just completely you know, say, I'm done. I want the next life. You know, <laughs> cash my check. I'm gone. Bring me the bill. I'm gone. Um, now, as far as, as, far as oh, I lost it. <laughs> I was like, here it comes, here it comes, here it comes. Oh, I lost it. You know, you always want to be doing something beneficial. Oh, here it is. Um, we always talk about family first here. And this is not, you know, uh, there's, there's the thing with deadbeat dads out there. There's the thing with, with people just, you know, walking out on their family. We've all had that experience. You know, I, I, my parents stayed together uh, until the end. And they were both, they were both, it was what it was. We, you know, we, we all come from a weird home. You know, some of us come from the broken home, but I think we all have weird family issues. So don't think that you're alone with that. <laughs> right. you know, but if you're, if you're thinking about leaving that family, that's something to, to reconsider. Now, if you're stuck in a bad situation and you're like, no, we're going to stay together for the kids, there are situations where the divorce, after the divorce, everybody was much happier and the family unit still stayed together in separate houses. I'm not saying, you know, if it's, if it's, if it's something that's violent, if it's something that's that's not good for you and, and it's not good for your spouse or and it's not good for the kids, that's not what I'm advocating. But it's certainly don't don't walk out and leave and not have contact. And that's not the thing. If you don't throw your that life away either. That's not what we're saying here at Success Freaks. No, so you know, actually you have the freedom to do that, but it's <laughs> it's not what we're advocating. I absolutely, we're we're advocating being lazy and sitting on the couch on the government dole. That's that's where we're going with this. <laughs> no. <laughs> but no, no, no. Actually, what I was leading up to was when you tell me that I'm lucky to have a job. Yes, I can do those things. I can join a monastery, the Peace Corps. I can, you can walk out on your friend Bob. But in a job situation, you know, when when you basically try to unbalance. For me personally, when you unbalance that scale. There's, there's a balance to every job. I need my paycheck. I want my paycheck. I love the environment that I'm working in. I want to keep my job. At the same time, at the same token, I do my job to the best of my ability. There's a balance there. When I do my job worse, you discipline me or you pay me less or you know, those things can happen. When I do my job great and then you're, you're here in my hands and you kind of fall down on the scales, you give me a raise to balance things up. That's how we keep a balance. But when you tell me I'm just lucky and you start piling on me, dude, I will go deliver pizzas. I've done that before. There's no shame in it. I'll go hand tacos out of Taco Bell window. I've done that before because I'm going to take care of my family. And that's part of what freedom is for me is knowing that I'm not a slave. Not going, you can't keep me down. I'll quit. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about knowing that I don't find shame in doing anything that takes care of my priority, which is my family. So, you know, being shameless, being free is kind of having that knowledge of going, no, no, I appreciate it. It's, it's knowing the truth. I guess that's what I'm going for. Freedom is being aware of what the truth and the situation actually is. And that does include leaving families. I mean, honestly, any, I'm talking from a husband-wife situation. Any bad situation you're in is at minimum usually 50-50. You're a part... Actually, what, what have we said before, Morton? Do you? I just remembered, so I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I'm just trying to see if you're smarter than I am. What have we said about fights and relationships before? About percentages, who's responsible? Both. Exactly. It's 100% of each, because you're both putting in... See, you are smarter than me sometimes. Sometimes. Because <laughs> I just I, I I forgot that until I started saying percentages. Like, oh yeah, we've actually talked about this. You're both putting into the situation, and when when I hear somebody just blame everything on the spouse, oh it's their fault. They do this. Oh they do that. Oh they, I'm like, I'm sorry, but you're doing something too. I may not know what it is. I may not know what you're going through, and and they may be doing more than than you. But you're putting into it because I put into mine. 
100% of the time. When it was bad, I put in 100% of the bad. When it was good, I put in 100% of the good. So did my wife. And that's how we made it through is realizing that and taking responsibility. So, again, you know, here's another one. Are you taking notes? Because I think I've hit four points on freedom so far. Point number four, freedom is, is, is taking responsibility, taking ownership of what <coughs> goes on. So are we ready to pass the plate? I feel like a preacher today. Have we hit four points so far? On well, I'm going to I'm going to take it a little hard left here because there's, right. there's something as I was I was doing my stream of consciousness with my my set last year and I came across something. It's like do something or nothing long enough and it becomes a habit. Is there freedom in habi- habitually doing something? Do mm-hmm. habits get in the way of free will? You know, now let me let me continue my thought okay. just a little bit. Yeah. Habits fra- habits fra- fast track you. Riding a bike is a series of actions forming a habitual ability. You know, doing laundry is the same thing. You, you, you kind of check out mentally and you're able to do the laundry. Even to the point of speaking or performing on stage, you first you're trying to do it and you're, like, you're doing everything wrong. You, you're putting your feet, what do I do with my hands, what do I say? And eventually these things all come together just like riding a bike where you get into the habit of it and then you can concentrate on other things as you're on stage. So does do habits though get in the way of free will because you're not in constant thought there? That's that's uh, hmm, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's an interesting and deep question there, sir. Uh, you know what? I think it's going to be a yes and no answer. I think habits. I I agree with your thought that habits do fast track you. They do. Help you well. You know something that was talked about uh, two Sundays ago by the bishop was the subconscious. We we the brain. The way he phrased it, and I think he read this from a scientist, but it doesn't matter. I'm just letting you know. This is how I heard it. The way our brain works, it tries to automate as many actions as possible so that it can focus on the new input that's coming in. That's what our subconscious is. That's where habits do come into play. Hopefully. If you started driving at 16 when you're 30 or 40 or 50 or hopefully even 22 or younger, you're not thinking about driving. You're not going, okay, I've got to make sure my hands are here and, oh, this gear is here or, or drive is here or, you know, oh, i got to think. No, you're, you're driving. You're just going, you know, you're messing with the ready. You're having a conversation. You're talking on your cell phone. I'm not saying you should do those things. I'm just saying hopefully – it's automated the process to where you're still aware of what's going on. You're not just zoning out and crashing into people, but that you're not going, oh, how do I do it? And you're not scared and so over-focused that you miss things. So automation is good. So that would be a, a habit. You, you drive in a certain way. That can also be bad. When, when you start doing something because you've always done it this way, this is where I say habits are a bad thing. They take away your free will. Or no, 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 no. I'm learning a lot about words, so I'm going to rephrase that. Habits help us become lazy, and therefore we do not exercise our free will or our freedom sometimes. Because you start doing things because they've always been this way. Religion is a great example of this. Why do we celebrate Christmas on December 21st? Because we've 25th. Sorry, 21st is your birthday. I'm celebrating. You're, you're my new Jesus Christ. Is that okay? <laughs> here comes here comes the toward the uh boarded disclaimer that was an offensive joke and we apologize he's not trying to be jesus christ i try to be funny sometimes there's the morning disclaimer so i saw you just shaking your head not knowing what to say there sir the december 25th is is christmas in the u.s well i guess worldwide if anybody who celebrates christmas why do we celebrate 25th? Because that's the way it's always been done. They put a date on the calendar. Am I saying we should change that? No. I'm saying that's a big overview, easy picture for you to understand when you look at habits. Here's a great story. A fun little urban myth, legend, whatever. Uh, this man and wife were in the house. The wife cooked dinner. And she cooked the ham. And there's half a ham in the pan. And the husband's like, why? Or both, I'm sorry, both ends of the hammer cut off. So it's just a big chunk of ham in the middle of the pan. She goes, why, why'd you cut the ends off the ham? She goes, I don't know. That's how my mom taught me to do it. Called her mom. Mom said the same thing. I don't know. That's how grandma taught me to do it. So they called grandma. And grandma said, we cut the ends off the ham because the stove was too small to hold the ham. That's where habits make you lazy to where you don't know why you're doing what you're doing. As grandma starts cutting the ham because that's the only way to fit it in the tiny stove she had way back when. Now we cut the ham because I don't know. We just do it. When a habit's an I don't know why, 
then I think it takes away your free will. What do you think about all that, sir? I think it's also cultural, too. I heard a story uh, from Bob Proctor. He talked about uh, the way you, you eat turnips. And and he would always, and I can't, I'm, I'm mixing this up. I'm not sure which way it goes. He would always, they would cut it off, and they would throw away the, the green, the leafy stuff, and they would eat the root. Well, his wife, where she comes from, they would cut off the root, throw it away, and they would eat the green leafy stuff. You know, one's from Canada, one's from the States somewhere. It's just who was right, you know, who was wrong. Neither was wrong. It's just the way they all grew up, just like you said. Now, sure. I, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit. Okay. Habits, habits can make you lazy, but habits can free you up to do other things. You know, on some level, uh, we, only, we often only associate habits with the bad, but habits free us up mentally, physically to concentrate on other things. On some level, habits give us freedom to learn new things, to take on new challenges. For the musician, harder, different songs. For the athlete, higher levels of playing and accomplishment. For the success freak, bigger, better, badder, more challenges outside the comfort zone and into as yet uncharted territory. So the musician spends a lot of time learning, 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 learning. And suddenly, you know, the guitarists, they, they learn how to do all the chords. They learn how to do everything. Now they can work on on harder songs and okay. the music is more beautiful. So that habit has freed them up to do better things. So it can lead to the bad, it can make you lazy. On the other hand, it, if, you're, if you're more inclined this way, it can lead you to challenge yourself even more, to increase your ability, to become bigger, better, badder, more, as we as success freaks do. All right, I'll allow it, good enough. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> now I do wanna ask something real quick for those that are new listening uh, to you. I want to be clear, not to throw you in advice, but actually to bring something out because of what I heard. You <coughs> write down thoughts before the show. You, you actually put together some very interesting show uh, structures. And earlier when you said, I want to finish my thought, it sounded like you're reading off the screen. I just want to be clear. That was still his thought. Even He was just reading from where he written, wrote it down so he wouldn't remember, so he would not forget it. Uh, am I correct with that? Because I didn't want somebody going, that's not his thought. He's obviously reading off of something and, and throw you down. I wanted to kind of pull out. It's like, no, that's still his thought. He was just, you no. were pulling it from the computer. And that's why I say that, you know, yeah. my, my stream of consciousness as I was doing this, you know, yeah. one thought, one idea leads to another, leads to another. If I'm quoting something or, or I will let you know it's a quote. Yeah. But no, these are my thoughts. These are the things that I put down. And, I, and the habit thing. I don't know where that came from. We did a show on habits a while ago, but it seemed yeah. to lead into this. And I'm like, that's an interesting, different take on free will and freedom. So let's 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 delve into this. It's something different to talk about. Absolutely, absolutely. That and that's what all I want to say was, you know, it still was your thought that it wasn't just, hey, I want to share this, but it's not, you know, yeah. I just wanted to be clear for all the new listeners. So thank you for that. So what's next? What's next? I'm sure you got something interesting. I do have something interesting. Uh, is too much freedom a bad thing? Now I was working in Canada, well, you know, in the late '90s. I was working in Canada at a festival there, and one of their one of them actually said to me, "You have too much freedom in the states." And I was like, I was taken aback. I was, I was, you know, my patriotic, you know, back. I got my patriotic back up and was ready to to scrap with them. And I, but I calmed down enough to go, "What do you mean?" And they're like, "Well, you have too many." It actually works to your detriment. And they laid some things out. This is over a decade ago, so I don't understand everything i disagreed with them but i saw their points so my question is is too much freedom a bad thing in your personal life is what i'm talking about what do you what do you Ready, think go nah i took the last couple <laughs> what do you think um yes and no of okay. course yes and no you know for me people are like you're working too much you need more free time yada 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 you need to learn to relax honestly relaxing is not a hard thing for me I can do it, and once I get a taste for it, I start rolling down that hill, and that becomes my habit very, very quickly. And so then I become doing nothing. And as I want to accomplish more in my life, I don't want to learn that habit again. I've done that to the point where, where my Tortuga partners, partners had a come to Jesus meeting with me, and they sat me down, and this was you know, years, this is well over a decade ago, and said, listen, you seem like you're not as interested in this. If you're not as interested, perhaps you should find something else to do. Well, after I was done crapping my diamond, I took a look <laughs> at everything that I wasn't doing and everything that I were doing, and I adjusted my thinking. Now, I think that I've gone to the other extreme, as we often do. When, when something's like you get a taste for something and, and then you start trying to break yourself of that habit, you go to the other extreme, extreme which isn't healthy either, where I was doing much and it's like well if i don't do enough then they're not going to think i'm they think i'm screwing off and and that's bad 
somewhere in the middle is the balance. I'm now learning to taking, I'm scheduling downtime, scheduling relaxing time and going, no, this is important because this is the stuff I'll remember. I won't remember hours and hours now. I'll, yeah, I'll throw it all together and remember all the writing time, but I won't really remember. Hey, remember when you really figured out that one problem with this, this writing thing? No, but I remember having lunch with these people. Like today, Christy and I went and had, had lunch with the Bauman's. They had breakfast with, with you know, Ron and Heather. And that was, that's a time I'm going to remember because we don't do it that often. And it was really, really nice. We had this, we had this, this place called the, uh, the Apple Holler, which was just kind of weird, wacky. Everybody was in overalls, and, but the food was exquisite. Uh, you know, a lot of German cooking, uh, great breakfast food. Well, I'll remember that more than, than, hey, remembering this, you know, one thing that I had to find out for Tortuga Twins and, and getting this work problem solved. So I remember doing the, doing the, the conference, the Success Freaks conference, but I also remember having dinner with everybody afterwards. I also remember everybody getting together in the hotel room and on Friday night and talking about how excited we were, what's going to happen the next day, and on Saturday night talking about the day. I remember that and laughing with everybody. You know, more than the work it took to get there. Good. So is too much freedom, <laughs> getting back to this, too much freedom a bad thing? Um, depends because you can get too lazy with it. You can if there's not, if you don't take on the responsibility of it as well and doing something useful with it. It can be a bad thing. Now here's where I get to, get to play my flip side to it. Yeah, go for it. Uh, I just don't, I don't believe that there's any such thing as too much freedom. It's, it's. Yeah, well, it's all about your definition of freedom, to be honest. It is. It's all about your definition of freedom and your personal responsibility. There have been days in the past where my wife takes the kids out, and I have, say, six to eight hours of time alone. And this was in the early days of me podcasting, so I'm like, oh, great, I can get this work done, and I can work on the website a little bit, and, oh, I can play my games. I haven't played my games, my video games in a while. So, ah, see, Finding Truth actually is kind of on the same line of where I'm going to. So I'm going to put you on the screen, sir, because that was a, a cool... He says, Finding Truth, in case you're listening to the podcast, says, here live on Tuesday nights between 9 and 10 p.m. Eastern on successfreaks.com forward slash NAS. You can watch us live through Spreecast. You can chat with us, and you can listen to us live via the radio on No Agenda Stream that is also there and chat there in that room as well. He says, Finding Truth says, no responsible person will have too much freedom. And that's kind of where I was going with this, is back then I was not responsible. So when my wife would take off, I'm like, oh, I've got six hours, that's so much time. I'm going to play my video games, and I'm going to work on this, and I'm going to even clean this part of the house and make my wife happy. And you know what would happen? Is I'd play my video games. And I'd just get uh-huh. caught up in that. And I, I just would not be responsible to look at the clock. I wouldn't have that voice inside my head going, hey, remember you wanted to do this. Go do that. And I, I just, there were so many times I told my wife, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm going to knock this out for you. You'll be happy when you come home. And she came home and she wasn't happy because, I'm like, oh, well, the day got away from me. Oh, yeah. That was because I didn't have responsibility. I didn't take responsibility at that time. Now. You didn't, you didn't respect your freedom on some level. Okay. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. <clears throat> you know, I, like I've defined earlier, freedom is, is about taking ownership. It's about can. It's about lack of restraints. And it's about being aware. You know, that's part of it is now. I consider my work free time. So I'm working. And yes, well, I can just sit here and work on my job. That would kill my brain. You see, I, well, okay, on the podcast you can't see it, but on the show you saw me kind of go dead face for a second. <laughs> it's because it would kill my brain. I can't do that. So I could sit here and work on my job and do little brain-numbing things like watch TV or play games. But what I also can do is, hey, I talk, and talking doesn't take away from my job. So I can schedule meetings and talk to people, and I do that now. When I have time to myself, I, I keep my iPad around. It's right here. I keep my iPad around with, with Trello, Trello.com, saying what I need to work on. Also, a notepad function in there that says these are all the things you've been wanting to do. So the second I get what most people call free time, which is not qualified time, not dedicated time, I go to my notepad, see what I need to do. My wife was gone all day yesterday, and I had the kids. I could easily just sat around and enjoy the kids. What we did instead, though, was make sure to clean the house for her a little bit to be nice. Is there? I, I, 
I honestly, here's, here's, here's my stance, and maybe this is a little controversial, maybe it's a little out there for most people. I think everybody has the same freedom all over the world. And you're going to argue, well, you know, in this country, they can't do this, they can't do that. Everybody, has, freedom comes from within. Freedom is who you are. It's what you do with what you have. It's taking responsibility. It's having respect. It's taking ownership of things. The wild, wild west was wild because everybody did what they wanted because they were free to do what they wanted. Do, do, am I saying there don't need to be laws? No, I'm not saying that. And I respect the laws in my country, in my area, because I realize that other people can take away liberties. And I think there might be a difference between liberty and freedom now that I'm saying that. People can put me where I don't want to be, but I am free to live the life I want to live. And I'm free to make the choices to get me to that life. And I think everybody as a human being has that, that inherent freedom inside of them. I have lived all over this country or all over this world. And, uh, as a child, I was, most of my childhood was as a child. So I can't say, Oh, I've seen the horrors. Cause I haven't, but because, uh, I've been out there, I've seen that. I, I, you know, I've contacted and touched people who who have seen the horrors. I can't fully go, yes, man, I agree with you. There's a part of me that says, yes, what you're saying is true. There's something inside of me is is agreeing with you. But there's also a part of me is saying that's a that's a first world concept. That's a first world attitude. Third world attitude is different. And and there's also in, in other cultures more of a sense of family, more of a sense of duty than 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 sometimes are in the states. Not always, but sometimes we have this freedom of, of I'm an individual and, and I'm going to go and strike out on my own. Whereas in in other cultures, yeah, even in the United States, in, in other cultures, um, it's more of a family. You know, there's a sense of duty, and so maybe that does fall into you know that difference between freedom and liberty. I, I don't know. I don't know on that one. You, you threw a lot of things out there that I can't wholly just go, yes, you're right. I think my spirit says, yes, everybody is free to make these choices. Everybody, you know, law of attraction. We are all one thing, and you're living out the life that you have chosen to have. However, if you're if you're getting bombed, you know, I mean, and I don't mean drunk. I mean bombed. <laughs> <laughs> like the little thing that blows up. That can, yeah. You know, the and the the peer pressure or family pressure to do certain things, the sense of duty, or that's just it's built into you. You can't have the freedom to to hey, if you go over here, you can just live free and be and have more. And you can't because you just weren't grown. You didn't grow up that way, and your life is set up a certain way, and it, and, and your brain works a certain way. I'm not saying that you're stupid. I'm saying that you have these neural pathways that were built in a very firm family structure. That's like no. The concept of doing that and leaving my family, I, I couldn't do that. It's uncomfortable to me. Why would I do that? Whereas some people in the United States or elsewhere are like, no, taking all this on and, and, and giving up my life so that, that I, I'm the person that takes care of this and this and this. Oh, I can't do that. I can't conceive that. So where does all that fry, I, I fall? I think that sometimes free will, I think that it's also with how we've grown up, the things that we've learned. Now, you can break those. You don't have to be a, a victim of that. Or you can don't have to keep making those choices, but it's very difficult, not impossible, but difficult. Uh, I think that as a first world country, we have a lot more freedom to make mistakes. Is that good? Not always. Go ahead. I think we just hit what the ambiance success freaks is going to be tonight, because that was that was a very interesting moment we just pulled. Whereas you you started off, you took what what was the interesting most interesting thing there for me was that you worked through the idea live as it was happening for you and you were taking the steps and, and talking yourself through it. And there, I wrote down some of the stuff you said. I really I think that's going to be the on um, beyond tonight, which for the new listeners, it is half an hour after we do the live show. The live show is from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern. That goes out as podcast. After we do from 10 p.m. to 10.30, and we usually get a little more real, a little more deep. And tonight, from what you just said, I think we're going to go really deep into freedoms being a first world concept. Or what I said about it, that everybody's free on the inside. And, and, and some of what he said, and I, I don't want to spoil it, but I'm going to tell you. The way you get it, if you're not here live, which is free, show up live, you can get it for free. You go to successfreaks.com and sign up for the premium site, which we're coming up with a really snazzy name for that soon. 
But you sign up for the <laughs> premium site. Not only do you get full video access all the time of the whole entire show, but you get the, the extra 30 minutes of audio if you just want that. And many other different teachings, discounts on the webinars, uh, early access to books and those kind of things, and, and, and all kind of cool stuff. So go check that out. Right now, what I would like to do is is we're right at our time and we will open up the phone lines but we had somebody on facebook hit us up so it is time for your favorite part of the show read the mail read the mail read the mail (laughs) so if you'd like to call in now live on the show it is 218-632-1724 that's 218-632-1724 you can call in live and get on the air, and it'll ask you to punch in 3333-POUND as the code, and you can go ahead and do that. If you're on the podcast, we still would love to hear from you. Please call uh, 206-666-5458, and that'll get you straight to voicemail. You never have to worry about somebody picking it up and scaring you. That is a voicemail only. Or you can email us, contact at Success Freaks. We'd love to hear from you. And, of course, Facebook dot com forward slash success freaks where today sharon watson posted out for us have you ever felt as if your opinion didn't matter does your family give you grief for acting a certain way do your friends try to run your life as it were their own and i want to tell you we didn't talk we never know what ambiance success freaks is going to be all about we just play it by what's really happening what's the deeper part of what we're talking about what can we do here that interests us and we didn't know we we're going to be talking about this perception of freedom like this particular perception of freedom, something he said was about uh, sense of duty. Sharon made up these questions for us and got them put out before we had any idea. And here's how it plays in. Look at this. Does your family give you grief for acting a certain way? Do your friends try to run your life as if it were their own? In what ways do you feel like your freedom to be, to speak your mind, to live your life the way you feel comfortable with? We're listening. And Joe Rathburn piped in and says, when having conversations with others, if they talk over me, interrupt constantly, and never let me finish any story, I might be telling. The person with whom I'm conversing is telling me non-verbally that they're not open to me being me. It's at that point. Or they're just, mm-hmm. or they're just ADD. <laughs> they just can't wait to get, because that's how my conversations go. Yeah, yeah. Or they just like excuses. I don't know. You know, sometimes you just walk away. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm sorry. Here we go. So it's at that point I tend to just shut up. Now, I'll, actually, I do want to take a little side note off of this. Mordit and I interrupt the crap out of each other all the time. And it's not because we're not letting each other be each other. It's because we actually are at the point that we get so inspired or the thoughts just are so energetic that we have when we talk to each other. We just blah, 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 blah. And it kind of makes for some confusing conversations sometimes, but we, we do that to each other. And but we think, can track it, and I like what Angie says, or they just like the sound of their own voice. <laughs> well, okay, there's that too. But, you know, there, there's times when, when you know, I'll be honest, I've done it to Angie. There's times when, like me, she tends to over-explain, and I already know where she's going, and I have an answer, and I'm in the car, so I have limited time. So I interrupt her. I'm like, no, okay, I know where you're going. I'm going to stop you there. I know here's what you're saying, did it, did it, and here's my answer. Because I'd like for her to get conclusion to what she's saying before I run out of time and can't give it to her. There are times when we like the sound of my own voice. And I did say we like the sound of my own voice. <laughs> and there are times when sometimes you just are so excited to talk to the other person that you do run over. But I would agree with Joe. The first response I would have talking to somebody if they just cut me off is that they're not okay to me being me, or they just don't care about what I'm saying. And here's what she says further. It's at that point I tend to just shut up, tune out, and smile and nod, and move to someone else if, if it's a socializing setting. If it's family or a close friend that's doing it, my sarcasm triples in strength, and anger starts to set in. Then the storming off in a huff comes into play. Someone, If someone doesn't agree with my opinion, fine. But show me some courtesy and allow me to express myself if you ask. Uh, Manda says, uh, on the chat room, in the new agenda chat room, Manda says, I was told never to bring a girl home to meet the folks ever again. Does that count? Yes, yes, indeed, that does count. If they can't accept what you were doing with your life at that time. Now, off of this, we did get a private message that wanted to get information out and did not want their personal information put out. So here's the message. They say, I just want to say that I have a yes to every question you asked. I have family that does not care about my opinion, never have. I have friends who not just tell me, 
but authoritatively say, I'm not sure if I read that right, authoritatively, <laughs> I did not read that right, authoritatively say what I should and shouldn't be doing, even regarding my kids. I'm hardly ever heard from how I actually think or feel. And we can go back over these as we address them, sir. So I'm just bringing it out for the audience. My question is, well, let's talk about the first part. Then there's a question. So the first part is she, she says, yes, she has friends who tell her how to raise her kids authoritatively, like run her life. She has family doesn't care about her opinion. She's hardly ever heard how she, how she, I'm hardly ever heard for how I actually think or feel. So she feels ignored all the time. First off, before you get to the question, what do you say about that? My, my, uh, something I've been learning recently and I might have, I think you've been learning the same thing is that when, when the world is showing you something or, or if somebody is acting a certain way, uh, at you or around you or whatever, it, it's reflection of what you believe about yourself. So on some level, you might not believe, or you may have doubts about what you're doing, about your own, about your own judgment about what you think about things. And so, first of all, you're not being la- you're not vocal about it. So you're 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 holding it in as if you don't trust it. And you know, you, and if somebody challenges you, you don't you don't stand up for yourself. Now, you can look at these things as look, I'm getting picked on and you know, it's not a friendly universe and all this thing and that's what you're going to get and that's what you've been getting. But when you start turning that around, uh, these are opportunities for you to learn to stand up for yourself. You have a lot of them. You can even do it in a little bit. Pick a small one where you don't feel as challenged, where you're like, no, that's not exactly right. Just to see what is said to you, just to experience that. Because what you need to do is, in my opinion, is begin to stand up for yourself a little bit. And you don't have to like slap them down. That's not what I'm saying. It's just figure out what it is that you're doing and how you're raising your kids and know that you believe in yourself and believe in yourself with that. And then begin to say, you know what? I appreciate your opinion, but this is how I'm doing it. And if I'm wrong, I'll learn from that and I'll move on. And but but this is the way I'm going to do it. But being quiet about it, your 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 silence is creating a vacuum in which people are shoving their opinion at you. Now um, I think you're going to go, and I, I'm almost done here. Okay. I think you're going to go to the other extreme. The first couple of times you do it, you might be like, ah, I don't need to hear from you, which is the other extreme. Instead of just going, hey, I appreciate that, but, you know, hey, I got this. So go ahead, Charles. Well, what I was trying to do is go ahead and get in her question because her question is phrased in a way that I don't think, even though I believe what you're saying is correct, I don't think <laughs> she's going to hear it as correct because she's going to hear it as I can't do that. I'm not trying to speak for her. I'm just, I was going to throw in how she phrased the question to, to jump in there. Um, and absolutely, absolutely. People treat you like you see yourself. Not always, but I mean, because there's still times where I feel like I see myself maybe highly than I should, but I, I do think highly of myself. I take, I, I treat myself with some pride and, and respect. And I still don't get that sometimes. Sometimes I get rude people who think they can just walk all over me, this and that and the other. So it's not a 100% thing, but I think when you're surrounded by people who treat you a certain way, it's because you treat yourself a certain way. The question that she puts in here is, my question is, how does a person who is very introverted, extremely extremely non-confrontational, and never really heard get their opinions and feelings not only heard, but not shut down the moment they are expressed? So I'm going to take this first, since you you got to put in a little bit there. And I'm going to say for, for that person, and believe it or not, I actually identify with you on this. Yeah, I know I come off as very confrontational, and I've developed that. I know I come off as extroverted because I developed that, partially as defense, and now I've refined it to, no, no, I have respect. I'm giving you respect by speaking carefully and going, it's nice that you have an opinion. you know. And I want to be clear in my tone that I don't feel that way. And honestly, if you want to argue, I'm not interested in arguing. You can go on. When you're non-confrontational and very introverted it's hard to express your opinion ever what i had to do was stop talking to the people almost literally i'm not talking silent treatment but really everything but hey hello 
small surface talk. Yes, I saw Iron Man three, blah blah blah, which I haven't, so you know, don't ruin that for me. But you know, just talking about surface movies and those kind of <coughs> things. Other than that, and I'm a very connected person. I I always want to talk to you. I want to share my life. I want to share your life. That was very hard for me. But with my family, I would answer. I would answer just the simplest easiest things about my job when they asked if they didn't ask i didn't tell them and i did i changed a job and had been in a new job for almost a year before they found out and they were very offended I'm like you didn't ask and i'm really and by that point see what happened was here let me get to the end let me get to the positive of this and that's not a negative stopping talking stopping expressing yourself to people who won't hear it starts protecting you it starts helping you trust yourself a little bit more then you find somebody somewhere that does agree with you. That goes, yeah, I see it your way. Absolutely, you're right. Or at least gives you the respect that says, I don't see it that way, but that's a very valid point. I understand why you feel that way. That's cool. And I'm telling you, they're out there. You can find it on Facebook. That's why I started podcasting because I went, I'm not alone in this. I'm not crazy. I know the way I see the world. Other people can, can see it that way. And so I started broadcasting on a microphone and then I found people who saw the world my way because what that gave me the liberty of saying is this is my show. Nobody else can tell me how to do it. Good, bad, or otherwise, it's mine. You need to have that moment in your life. Good, bad, or otherwise, you need to have something. No, this is mine. This is where I express myself and you can't stop me. When it comes to your friends being authoritative in your life, you might find yourself doubting yourself. You might find those moments where you're not really sure of what you're doing. and Because that's that vacuum that Mordant was talking about. They might feel, fill that void. you got to start with the easy step of you, just, you don't listen. You don't express your opinions and you don't listen. Because eventually you'll get to that point that Mordant's talking about. Because you need to get to that point that he's talking about. Of going, no, this is my opinion it's mine. And you can't change that. And I heard something interesting I'm not sure exactly how it's going to play out in my life. I heard something interesting when it came to kids. Is My bishop has four kids, like I do. He, he raised four kids, uh, all are adults now. And he said he used to, to listen to people's advice on raising kids and, and kind of doubted himself. And then he got to some point, he went through these transitions of he learned that he knew what he's talking about. He learned that he was raising his kids and he was doing what was right for his family. And, and now, of course, they're all adults. They don't, people don't really talk to him about his kids. But at some point after that, they did. And what his response was, how many kids do you have? Oh, none. Yeah, I have four. I'm not listening to you. Now, is that a necessarily great mentality to have? You just shut down people who don't have your experience? Not 100%, but I can see the validity in that. And I think you might see the validity in that is that your friends are telling you how to raise your kids. They're your kids. So the first thing you can do is tell the people who don't have kids, I don't need your advice. You have no kids. You can't help me. Then the second thing you can do is going, these are my kids. I'm raising them the best I can. I think I just wrote an article on, I did. I just wrote an article on this on successfreaks.com. And I know you're not specifically asking about raising kids, but to your point of, of opinions and views, successfreaks.com, why you're a bad parent or why aren't you a good parent, I think is what I called it. Go read that. I think it's going to hit your point. So that's my long-winded response. Sir. What do you, after her question, I can read it again if you'd like. No, I'm going to come back with. Uh, I still think it's not necessarily about. It's not necessarily about what people are trying to say to you about people giving their opinions to you. It's your inability to speak to you, speak your, uh, your own piece. Sure. Your inability to say, "This is what I believe in, and and this is my my stance with this." Um, I think it's and you're being given opportunities to work on that, even small ones, even sure. even baby steps. Uh, I'm looking for where he said it. I don't see it now. Uh, Finding Truth had said something about uh, taking small steps. It's right here on the screen. Look uh, up. Little steps oh, add up. Oh, little steps add up. There yeah, it is. <laughs> there it is. Finding Truth says here in the in the chat room, little steps add up. So you, you don't have to have, have the big one and the big blowout with anybody, but it is about finding your own voice, and I think that's what this is because there is no voice being spoken here. Other people are giving their opinions. Now, if you are really introverted and stuff, this is an opportunity. The, the world, the universe is giving you opportunity to work on that. I believe that we're here, and I've said this before, I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to say it more and more times. <laughs> I believe that the meaning of our life is to be, learn how to be creators, and the thing you get to create is a life for yourself. If there's something you don't like, if there's something you're, you're, you're complaining about, complaining is a good thing in which it shows you what you want. 
What you want is to be able to express yourself here. So instead of saying, oh, people are giving me, you know, I'm tired of people, I wish they wouldn't give me their opinions. Instead say, I wish I could express my own. That's really what you want to work on. Yeah, so first, yeah. if you're not sure about it, and that may be part of the problem too, which is why they're giving you all this other stuff, find out what you're sure about and then lock onto that thing. And it may be a small thing and it, other things will grow as you gain confidence and belief in yourself. I think that's what this issue is here. Uh, it's not that you don't have good ideas. It's just that you're you're not sure about them. Gain your surety and then learn to express yourself. Yes. Thank you, Manda, for putting the link in the chat room. Uh, why aren't you a good parent? Successfreaks.com. Uh, I want to I want to help our our listener out. Uh, one more thing before we wrap up, and we do need to wrap up. The taking the complaint and changing it to what you want. I'm going to throw something that might not quite work for you, but I'm going to throw out a want that maybe you'll hear from me and you'll take and make your own. What I hear and what you're saying to us is I want to believe myself. I want to believe myself. And that's where I came from. All my issues with people being authoritative in my life and telling me how to do things and not respecting my opinion and making me feel bad for the way I believe, I believed was me taking that on. Nobody made me do anything. Nobody pushed me down. But I didn't believe myself, not at the core of who I was. I didn't believe I was worthy. I didn't believe I was good. So just kind of keeping it not too deep, but deep enough. What I read and what you write and to what Morda is saying is taking your complaint is I don't get heard. I don't know how to deal with it. You, you start saying, start writing it down, whatever you need to do. I want to believe myself. That's what you want to get out of this. So thank you for being a part of our audience and writing in and answering these questions and, and letting us help you with this. We do appreciate that. Uh, why don't you tell everybody, sir, unless you get one more thing to add, which is, by all means, go ahead. Tell everybody where they can find us. No, no, uh, I think that's it. There it is. I was trying to add the link to your to your article to the to here in Spreecast. If you are listening to us live, you can find this episode in just a, in a, probably on Friday, Thursday or Friday, and other past episodes at successfreaks.com. We're also available on iTunes. Now, if you want to listen to us live, if you're listening to the podcast, we are live every Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. You can go to successfreaks.com slash NAS. The NAS stands for No Agenda Stream. We're, we're broadcasting from the No Agenda Stream. We're also on Spreecast, and you can also find that link at successfreaks.com slash NAS. So check that out if you want to catch it live. It's also available on the premium site. Uh, successfreaks.com, blah, 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 look for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I think you, you just nailed it nailed it down. We do have an Amazon search link on our website. We'd love for you to go and search uh, through us. Um, anything you need on Amazon, just go to successfreaks.com, click the Amazon button. It doesn't cost you anything else, and it helps us uh, a lot. Uh, and Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> Holy crap, we've got a little bit of a stalker, and I don't like it. It's Finding Truth, who is out here for the first time tonight, says, don't forget Stitcher Radio. You're correct. We are on Stitcher Radio, <coughs> if you use that app on your phone. Also, you can listen live anywhere in the world that you are currently, while we're live on the air, Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, through TuneIn app. TuneIn, T-U-N-E-I-N, just like the radio. TuneIn.com on your PC or Mac. It is the TuneIn app in any of the app stores. The station is No Agenda Global Radio. It'll play right there on your phone. It's pretty awesome. And I want to thank, thank Finding Truth for, for coming out. And he says he listens on Stitcher Radio. And I want to thank Joe Rathburn and Manda and Angie and uh, Nolan. Nolan was here for a little while. Sharon Watson all for coming out. And some other people came out earlier this evening. Why don't you take us home, sir? Thank you, everybody, for listening to us. I'm going to throw a couple more things out. Uh, we are available on Facebook. You can find us there, facebook.com slash successfreaks. Go there and like our page. Uh, you'll find a lot of the stuff that's going on. We, we put everything through Facebook, and that's a, a way to do it. Uh, there was something else I wanted to oh, What are we talking about next week? Let's advertise that. Next Success week. Success Freaks number 106. What is it? It is. It is. I believe we said on the title of Freedom to Be Who You Are, and is guest starting Judah Swilly. 
who, man, just did a killer thing on the subconscious and how it affects our life. And once we understand how the subconscious works and how we speak and we, we say things to our lives and how we see ourselves, man, it just opens up gates. It was such an impressive of, of it was really a sermon, but I, I would call it a speech. I mean, it was just a motivational thing that he, he did that immediately said, we need to have you on and have this information shared with your, your passion and energy. So Judas Willie will be joining us next week for freedom to be who you are and that's awesome and isn't he doesn't he do music as well he does he does indeed and uh, we'll get a, a link to that on on our facebook page because when we looked it up earlier it might not have been the right page i'm going to get the right one and we'll we'll have that for next week as well and check out our facebook page in the meantime nice nice well thank you everybody for tuning in to success freaks number 105 what is freedom we have had a great hour an hour of power here uh, even though we we're separated across the country. Thank you very much. This has been Armored at Mon. <laughs> and I'm the Freedom Bear. <laughs> Ciao, success freak. <laughs> wow. Boom, baby. It's gonna take a couple right hooks, a few left jabs for you to recognize you really ain't got it bad.